You're listening to the Mobcast Network. All right, we're back. Welcome, welcome back. Well, for the first time, I guess. Anyway, um, how was your holiday? Um, it was it was very pleasant. And yours? Um, good. Uh, I got to take my sabbatical to the great state of Alabama. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I I mean, I, I did take the trip. I, I'm I'm not sure how. Good, I mean, it's it's okay. It's a state. I mean, we're better in Mississippi. Hey, that's what West Virginia says too, right? <laughs> yeah, West Virginia can say it's also better than Alabama. But there are days. Right. <laughs> We're usually 47, 48, 49, somewhere. Real close. Right That's in. why you feel so at home here. But it's interesting. Um, when they do the yearly, like, the worst towns to live in, uh, I came from one, and I moved to, to another. To another one. So I'm just... I'm just maybe dr- it's... Uh, maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. <laughs> but, 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 madam, I would say this. Either my footprint is large, because Mobile is still on the, ba- on the, on the, on the list of bad... Or you're like Linus, and there's this cloud that just sort of hangs after you leave. That would be Pigpen. Oh, Pigpen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Linus had a blanket. Linus didn't have a blanket. Pigpen had a blanket of dirt. Well, I was confusing with smoke signals. You need both. I'm slightly offended. <laughs> As you should. I mean, I use a cell phone. <laughs> I mean, I've texted you. I don't, Modern day technology. I don't have to take out and go, go outside, white woman, and watch me watch for my signs. Well, over break, we can say this, over break, I shared um, a beer with you, and you shared a beer with me. I did, I did. Uh, We can talk about that. Okay. Uh, Ladies first. I shared one of my newest and most favorite beers. It is a pineapple beer from the great state of Pennsylvania, from the Pittsburgh area, from Rivertown Brewery. Pennsylvania, not known for their pineapples. Uh, no, and nor will they ever be. But this beer, well, what did you think? I, I oh, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of pineapple. Um, but I think you described it best to me when I drank it. It it's it's like summer in your mouth. And we don't mean the stripper down the street. We mean like uh, summer the season. season. Right. And and I have to agree. It, there, I mean, it, you know, it's winter here, so you know, January here, and uh, as opposed I, to where it's not January. Hey, you know. We may be Australia. List- you know, it's it, it- still January. <laughs> well, okay, okay. <laughs> By that meaning that if you listen to this in February, it wouldn't be January. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. So, you know, I understand that the planet all celebrates the same month. <laughs> I mean, I, I am educated in West Virginia, but I'm not that educated in West Virginia. It's been a long break. It has been a long break. But um, it's it's not as fruity as I was expecting it. Instead of the the fruity flavor, it's sweeter. It's sweet, but it finishes smooth, and it's not so sweet. It's syrupy. It's, right, it's, right. It's just perfect balance. It is. It's just like enough to uh, to make you want more. It's, Plus, the eight percent doesn't help. Eight percent alcohol is lovely. It's just great to drink watching a, a baseball game or after you've mowed the lawn. But um, there was a quest to find this beer. I believe you were involved in one such quest. Yes. And uh, finally it was located and brought to me because it is not sold in the great state of West Virginia. Right. The um, the bar wench's robot brought it to her. Exactly. And so. Uh, for, for a holiday gift. We have been enjoying the pineapple beer and you brought me. I brought a, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, Abita's beer. And um, Abita does this great beer called Andy Gator. And I absolutely adore it, especially on draft, but I couldn't bring a keg. 
So uh, well, you could, but I don't know if I could find a keg. I mean, I'd have to go to. I think I'd have to go to the brewery, which does tours, and I think we should go. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> that should be should be fun, but uh, it, it's delicious. Um, a little hoppy, but not too bad because I, I'm not a fan of the IPA. I'm not a huge fan no, of IPAs. No, neither am I. And so I like. I mean, hops is okay. I just don't like you'd be kicked in the face by them. And this is, I think, has a good balance. It has a nice kickstart, but then it doesn't like linger, right. and, and the bitterness isn't overwhelming. I, I talked to a, another um, a, a colleague of mine, if you will, and we were talking about IPAs and and what to, if you're not a beer lover or if you're not a beer drinker, you should be a beer drinker because there's a beer for everyone. You just haven't been experienced enough. But um, you know, IPAs are really sort of like the cheap table wines of of beer the beer world you know right. a lot of people like these these red wines it, there's this whole thing about oh you have to like these really heavy bitter um very dry wines and those are typically not always the best wines there's this thing but ipas are the same way this is sort of like the not the best beer but i think the andy gator is is not so hoppy that it's the sort of the drudgery beer right, it's, right. it's 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 pleasant and it finishes nice and and also eight <laughs> percent and has nice body to it. It has a nice body to it. I'm I can't really say that about the pineapple beer as much, but I don't think you expect that of a of a milky beer like right. that of a fruity beer. It's not quite a lambic. So if you're not a fan of the lambics, the the really fruity, really sweet beers, which which as a dessert beer is fine, but I'm not a huge fan of those just to drink a beer. Um, but this walks that line that the pineapple does, just like I think the Andigator walks the line of not quite an IPA, but still, I think it is technically a double Bach beer. Yes, and so, so delicious. I have six more in my closet just waiting to, you know, it's, it's, I only have six, and so I'm not trying to, you know, I don't guzzle a lot of beer anyway. I do love beer. I'm more of a social, I think beer should be celebrated, and I like I like celebrating, you know, with my friends, and so I think this is, I'm, I'm saving these six for, for an, uh, another special occasion, whichever that will be, maybe, you know, a night with friends and pizza, but you know, it's just something to break out because we—it's something we don't get up here, so it's something special, right? And so I'm um, looking forward to the next time. I have that in a bottle of tequila <laughs> that mm. I cracked open last week. <laughs> Still paying for that. Tequila. Oh, it's so good! It's so good. Um. Oh yeah, we have a show. Yeah, there's a movie to watch. Oh, uh, or it had been watched. Um, uh, we were joined um this episode by our friends at the Triple Nine Sports Show, Aaron Lynch Kelly and El Jefe Loco. I love that name. Ooh, yeah, it's, it fits. It fits as well. Yeah, he's a good kid. We like El Jefe. But um, we watched the um, cinema classic, the the Oscar-winning, the Emmy-winning. If they would make it to a musical, it would be a Tony-winning film. I, I think you might be safe I'm, saying I'm an award-nominated and then maybe... Perhaps. Uh, 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 what was the one you mentioned earlier? <laughs> the, <laughs> Razzies? <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I, don't know. I, would, I could see, like, you know, Neil Patrick Harris in the Broadway version of this. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 it has a great theme song. It, it has built-in music at the start. Uh, if you've not, you have no idea what we're, we're going to watch, then you did not read the description. of. You just click the podcast. You're like, random podcast. I'll just, whatever's going to listen to, we're going to listen to this. Um, it's the uh, 1987 animated classic G.I. Joe the movie starring um, Don Johnson. I, I would start humming the Miami Vice theme, but I don't, I can't recall I, I could, it. I could play it in the background. I, every, okay. All I can think of is Magnum P.I. I don't Right. Uh, or Simon and Simon, but I, Miami Vice doesn't come into my head. Burgess Meredith is in this as well. The late Burgess the Meredith. The late Burgess. <laughs> 
Yes. He wasn't late then. He's no. late now. Oh, he's been late for a while. <laughs> I think, didn't he die in like the 90s? <laughs> I, yes, I think so. I mean, I, I don't have wiki handy, like, but yeah, poor, and, um, yeah, he plays the villain in this. Of course he does. He has that perfect villain voice. Yeah, perfect villain voice. Uh, Don Johnson, the hero, the the plucky hero, screw up. You know, he doesn't, you know, he plays by his own rules. He doesn't care about regulations. And he gets sent to the slaughterhouse to be uh, taught by the other live-action guest, uh, Sergeant Slaughter from WWF at the time fame, who was it, who they made a G.I. Joe guy out of. So him and he and uh, the Fridge, the only other two real people that were turning into G.I. Joes. Did you know that? Um, no, I guess my my GI Joe. <laughs> I mean, why would anyone know that? But I I, I, I do have. I just know. think it's interesting. It was the fridge. Like, could you like poke his belly button and a beer come out? That would be awesome. <laughs> no, but he had his gap tooth and had a, a a football chain whip thing he came with. You had to send in like ten proofs of purchase or five pur- proofs of purchase to get. I never got him. I wanted him so bad as a kid, and um, we were kind of. Poor. Economically challenged. Yeah, I'll go with that. And I mean, I'm not saying I had a bad childhood. No, no. I, most of my toys, and I've, I talked about this before, came secondhand. My mom was really good at, at finding things at Goodwill and stuff. And this is before eBay, so everyone threw away all their old GI Joes and Star Wars. Well, toys. we prefer to think of those things as broken in, yeah, not secondhand. Broken, secondhand, broken in, whatever. I loved them, so it was, it was fine. So, uh, but so that's what we're gonna watch. Uh, we're gonna join you shortly, probably in the next 45 minutes. And uh, we have some, well, she has some cocktails and beer choices. For the over 21 G.I. Joe fans. I think they're all over 21 by now. when you cross a beloved toy line and the most ridiculous monster movie ever. You get G.I. Joe the movie. That's what we watched. Hi, I'm your Native American spirit guide, Scotty White, and I am with my good friends from the Triple Name Sports Show. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) Uh, Aaron Lynch Kelly. And El Jefe Loco. And Scotty White. Wait, we've done that part. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Um, welcome to another edition of Bros, Booze, Movies. Um, uh, you got that from the the intro with me and the uh, the bar witch. Okay. And she teased some nice G.I. Joe Cobra um, cocktails. She'll be telling us more about the cocktails. I like to say cocktails. She does too, actually, uh, toward the end of the podcast. So uh, so let's talk a, a little G.I. Joe. I decided to torture the, special, the Triple Name Sports team with uh, a little animated classic. It didn't torture me. You enjoyed it? I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. It was it was uh it definitely I'd never seen it. So, you know, it was it's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Um a little little backstory to this uh, this movie. Um okay, so for those who don't know, you know, uh, there are a couple of G.I. Joe live action films out that came out in the last few years. Uh, one with um is it Channing Tatum? Yeah, Channing Tatum's in it. And uh, the first one had Channing Tatum and uh, oh, Marlon Wayne's yeah. And um, I don't know who's in the second one. Uh, I know the, the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock is in it, and uh, Bruce Willis is in it because he plays the first GI Joe. Nice. Just, just call me Joe. <laughs> I'm who they call Joe. And um, the guy who played the mummies in, in both of them. 
Uh, I can't think of his name. I mean, I, it's got a funny name. It's like Aslan Ibu or something. Uh, the guy who played in uh, Encino Man. I don't know who. Brandon Frazier? Yeah, I've seen Brandon Frazier. No, no, no. Or Polly Shore? I don't think either one of those were G.I. Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. no yeah, the Shore. Weasel? I wish the Weasel was in G.I. Joe. The weasel? Polly Shore would not make a good G.I. Joe. <laughs> we could do a whole segment of, like, who would not be a good G.I. Joe? I beg to differ. Did you see in the Army now? Uh, <laughs> He's a great soldier. He's a great buddy. And he has a great sense of style. Buddy, the we- I don't even remember this. I, I mean, I've, I've seen Encino Man and I've seen um, Son in Law, yeah, Son in Law, yeah, and uh, what's the Biodome? That's the yeah. <laughs> Biodome. I saw Biodome, and that's pretty much all the Poly Shore I can take. You've never seen it in the army now, no. Oh my god, you, um, you, you know, you've well, missed out on all these classics. Well, you can host me and we'll do a <laughs> we'll, we'll do in the army now. Like I loved in the army now. I was, I wanted to watch that. Like I, like when I watched it, I was so hoping like that'd be like in, in the army now, in the in the air force now, in the in navy now. Like just a whole you know <laughs> just whole Polly Shore yeah. just going to from branch to branch <laughs> to branch. It's like oh my god, I can't wait for the next one, but it never happened. So a little bit of me dies every time. There's no no in the air force now. Oh, you can make that in, in, I, in I the future. I'm gonna kickstart it. Kickstart it. <laughs> Have you had filmmaking class? No, I haven't. When you make you get film making, I dare you. I'm Derry. He's I got I got a witness in El Jefe and I got a witness with my my audience, the four people in the Mothman are listening to us now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm mean, challenge, sir. Challenge. And the microphone has been dropped. <laughs> anyway, we we watched a movie. <laughs> we always get sidetracked. <laughs> if you go to a regular podcast, they're never, not really directional anyway. So we watched GI Joe the movie. It's classic from 1987. So here's a little background on it. So the toy company Hasbro had made uh, had decided to get into um, the animation business. They they teamed up with another company to make some cartoons, some some, some feature films. And so the the summer prior before that, they had put out um, um, my, my Little Pony movie, the classic 1980s. So for all my bronies out there, <laughs> there's a 1980s movie that you, I'm pretty sure you're aware of, but I, I've never seen it. Not a brony. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I'm not. I've never seen it either, but I, again, not a brony. Not but. a brony. I have seen uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, and I understand that friendship, friendship is Magic, and that's great and all. Not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> not my thing. I worked with uh, some bronies when I, when I waited tables at Texas Steakhouse. They both had uh, matching, matching My Little Pony tattoos. Were they angles. a couple? I don't think so. <laughs> that might have been. Oh, dude, 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 come on. Come on. Come on, let's get some uh, Twilight Sparkle on our ankles. You and me, buddy. Let's go do it right come now. On. You get Rainbow Dash, I'll get Twilight Sparkle. I, okay, I swear I, I'm not a brony, but I'm I know a lot. You're naming a lot of My Little Ponies. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know any of these names. I just know Buttercup. I know Buttercup. I mean, that might not even be your name. I don't know. As, as soon as you said Buttercup, I just think of Reese's and <laughs> Powderpuff Girls. Like, man, Buttercup sounds delicious. But I can I can name a ton of G.I. Joes, and probably will be during during the show. <laughs> All right, so um, these movies come on. They also did it, um, or the same company did, uh, did it. Was a, it was a big summer kids series. It was like, you know, week one, you get this one. and we, it, they, it really was promoted really well. I remember getting, like, a poster from a, one of the magazines or something mm-hmm. I subscribed when I was a kid. Before the internet, um, <laughs> that I had, I had a Transformers poster I got, and so they did My Little Pony and Transformers, and they did this really, really, really fucked up um, Mark Twain movie. 
Uh, it's all claymation, and it's not appropriate for children at all. No, no. <laughs> so there's a clip online on YouTube, and if I remember to do this uh, uh, when I post this, I'll post the, the link because um, the uh, uh, there's a great link of like this claymation uh, Mark Twain with two kids talking to basically the devil. <laughs> And it's creepy as hell. Yeah, I'll have I seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen it. My cousin showed it to me, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yes, this was this was for kids." Have you the seen 80s. the whole movie or just the, that? I clip? just seen that clip, and that clip just basically told the whole movie. It was, and then Mark Twain pops in. I'm like, "Okay, what's going on now?" <laughs> it was it was very bizarre. Sorry, I apologize. I, it, we were at the end of the semester, and um, I'm I was in math class, and a, a friend of mine was asking me how I did math because he was help tutoring me. And I was just replying to him like, eh, well, maybe. So-so. <laughs> well, math has nothing to do with G.I. Joe. Well, I mean, I guess it does because yeah. knowing is half the battle. Yeah, knowing is <laughs> half the battle, so. G.I. Joe. I, I need to learn that half the battle, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, if you only know half the battle, then you're still going to fail. <laughs> right, That's right. 50% of the battle, right? So, yeah, like. We know some math. I saw a great meme, meme about G.I. Joe who said, you know, knowing half the battle, what's the other half? And it was like. 25% red lasers, 25% blue lasers. <laughs> no one ever gets hit. No one. So, but, but one guy, and we'll get into that in, 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 later on. So, so Hasbro makes these these, these three uh, movies, and uh, they bomb. They bomb <laughs> in, the, in the theater. And, and uh, one of the reasons is, I know, uh, Transformers, they kill Optimus Prime, spoiler alert. <laughs> and... Um, which I now should do before I give out people from the 19 that haven't seen this movie from the 1980s. It's like, like I was waiting so long, long to see this movie. The guy was in a coma. Twenty I've been years so later, right? And so, um, and in Hasbro's eyes, it was just you know they're a toy company, and so in their eyes, it was like we're just relaunching some new toys, so we're getting rid of the old toys that we're not making anymore, yeah. and we'll just get new toys, and the kids you'll play with the new toys, and so we're gonna kill off the old toys and give you and kids were like oh oh hell no you know and so um you bastards so that scrapped <laughs> that scrapped G.I. Joe the movie which was in production already and it was pretty far in production so what they did with it instead of releasing in theaters they uh released it as a uh, syndicated movie on a print they premiered at night I remember seeing it it was like, it was like for us it was on uh, Fox 15 and it was at 7 p.m. and it was on it was in September or October because I remember it was school time and I was doing the countdown to like I, I guess 87 so I had to be in, in the fourth grade some of the fourth grade going all right GI Joe the movie now tonight I got my popcorn and I'm just but probably with a higher pitched voice yeah. <laughs> tonight tonight it's on tonight tonight and so uh, I, I was excited, and and so let's just jump right into this. The movie starts with a battle above New York City, above oh, the Statue of Liberty, uh, but not just any battle—a cool '80s rock and roll battle. It's almost like a music video, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like a music video. And so Gio has this great, you know, great theme song. You know, you know, uh, you fight for freedom, whatever it is. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that that's yeah. that's an iconic '80s. Cartoon. And so somebody was like, all right, let's give Cobra a theme song. And they <laughs> did. And it's epic. In fact, for everyone who's not here, heard it, give us a second. We'll play it. And how badass was that, right? <laughs> nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Cobra. 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 That guy, awesome. Punch a guy in a camera and break his camera. <laughs> 
Yeah, and like, I like how, you know, in that whole montage, they, I like how at the end after the Joes, you know, prevail. And that's the longest six seconds of my life. <laughs> when that guy's, when Flint's flying that bomb back. <clears throat> um, Duke. Duke. Well, you know, Duke, Flint, you know. Duke is second in command, the blonde one. Flint is the guy with the beret. He's third in command. He's a warrant officer. Well, now I know. <laughs> no one's half the battle. Right, so, now yes. you know. I am wearing my G.I. Joe nerd hat today. <laughs> But yeah, you know that's the longest six seconds like ever. Like, so that and then they go and plant the flag on the top of the Statue right. of Liberty, like it was never part of America. Like, oh, <laughs> this is ours now. No, this is like, you know, this is a pretty an iconic right. uh, scene right here. So, but, uh, so well, because yeah, because Aaron jumped to the end, but you know, for some reason, Cobra decides just to attack the Statue of Liberty <laughs> at night, and apparently at night they have visitors. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, even in the eighties, but so. Yeah. Or, no, no, there's balloons. So I guess yeah, it's there's just, like a fireworks show so, and a laser so, show. So I guess it was... Maybe it was the 4th of July. July. Yeah. Right, and so... Um, Cobra attacks, scares people. G.I. <laughs> Joe apparently was there the whole time because they're like... They got jetpacks and they're hanging on the torch. They didn't prevent it. They just come to help. Yeah, yeah. they just they let it start. And then they're like, okay, we've seen enough now. And so uh, uh, Cobra attacks with basically their version of the shield helicarrier. And... Uh, I guess their solution to, oh, well, we're losing the battle. Um, let's just blow up the Statue of Liberty. And so they set a bomb for five minutes and sent Cobra Commander off in what is, a, a, I guess, a, a mechanized glider. Yeah. Which, for those aficionados out there, is called the Cobra Claw. <laughs> and uh, flies his claw down. But he doesn't really, because he's holding the bomb, so yeah. I don't know how he flies. There's nothing for him. I mean... There's obvious controls on the top. There are handles. He can hang on to control this thing. Yeah. He's holding the bomb the whole time. Yeah, he's, he's definitely not worried about the controls. Right. Like Cobra Magic gets him down there. It's like Toy Story, falling the style. Right, falling the style. Plants the bomb. There's a fight. He tries to escape. Um, more fight, more fight, more fight. The bomb gets down to eight seconds, and Duke comes and picks up the bomb and flies it to the Cobra Bay, uh, helicarrier and blows it up. Killing everybody on there, apparently. But, you know, there are some big Cobra guys there. You know, Destro was on there, and I think Dr. Mindbenders, and big guys, I think, if I remember, and Zaymont Tomax, I think they were on the Carolina Carrier when it blew. But then they still, yeah. Yeah, they're still around. So that maybe never happened. And then at the end, they pick up the flag and reclaim. <laughs> yeah. And I like, you know, if that, if the helicarrier would have exploded, I'm pretty sure it would have, like, crashed into the, you know, the Statue of Liberty, right. too. So, a little herky jerky there. So, from our awesome opening montage uh, fight of uh, the Statue of Liberty, the, the Battle of Statue of Liberty. This will be known henceforth. We go to um, Cobra Island, <laughs> which apparently is somewhere. <laughs> and we see all these cool bugs and, and you know, great animation of insects being eaten by uh, fishes and then the alligator. alligator. And then this weird eyeball thing shows up and this, I guess... Um, Alien ninja? <laughs> she looks like, if you have a daughter, um, she looks like a Monster High doll. I think it's the Venus Flytrap. Yeah, okay. Monster High. Right. So, yeah, that's that's what she looks like. I think... I think uh, she think Keegan would like this movie? She probably would. I'll let she you probably would. take it home. You take she it with a break. See if she likes it. Got some strong female evil in there. <laughs> I don't know, then she might just attack me. <laughs> so we're going, Cobra. I, I can only hope she starts chanting Cobra. <laughs> That'd be a shining moment in my life. So um, th this weird uh, thing, uh, person, attacks, breaks her way into Cobra. Um, 
the, there's an electric fence around. Okay, so Cobra has this base, the Terra Dome. And uh, if you've listened to the holiday special of the Mopcast, you, you will hear the story of Scotty's Terra Dome. If you've not, <laughs> go listen to that and come back. And anyway, so the Terra Dome is the Cobra base, and it's huge. And uh, but there's an electric fence around it, and she can't get through the electric fence. So she is apparently holding on to this um, four-headed eel the whole time. Yeah, underneath her cloak. Right. She she's like, here, here's a four-headed eel. She doesn't look like she reaches into her pocket. It looks really too big for her pocket. Yeah. It just like hangs out. <laughs> yeah. And then she uh, has it eat its way through the the fence, and she goes in, and then she. Um, Beats the crap out of everybody she comes with, like with suction cups and octopi and just yeah, she's just crazy ninja skills. She's badass, she is. On the other side, in the evil throne room of Serpentor, the Emperor of Cobra, um, he's uh, bitching and complaining that they're losing all the time and blames Cobra Commander. And so Cobra Commander's been all like, "No, no, 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 I'm not. No, my buddies back here will be like, yeah, that dude is awesome. He's a great leader." <laughs> And no, they all were like epic fail, epic <laughs> failure. They and all so, just continue to throw him underneath the bus too. <laughs> they do. They throw him under the bus hard. And but what is surprising to me is that when the intruder who's attacking Cobra the Terror Dome uh, is alerted, Cobra Commander leaves this ragtag group of people who's been like throwing him on the bus like nothing happened. Yeah, it's like okay, just. I know we were just burying you, but hey, listen, you gave us the best uh, chance here for uh, going and get this thing. So we're going to go follow a cobra. <laughs> cobra. This cobra is... Commander sees, sees it and leads the his ragtag uh, bunch of traitors away from, <laughs> from it so it can go attack Serpentor, who attacks it first with... Uh, arrows? <laughs> yeah, it was a little confusing. It looked like it was shot out gas at right. first. Then, uh, like a rain, it rains but, down but, some arrows. And so, my question is this: You have an army of dudes with lasers. <laughs> why are you going Stone Age? You're right? Why are you going Stone Age, buddy? Upgrade, man. Upgrade. What, the, we we didn't have enough in the budget. <laughs> we Our defense budget is uh. <laughs> like next month, man. We're gonna upgrade those those arrows to lasers <laughs> and or gas. But right now it's still gonna be okay. yeah. So you don't have to have something. Yeah. So Serpentor is face to face with this uh, assassin who... Oh, wait, it's not an assassin. She's um, a snake lady called Pythona. <laughs> and he's all like, I've seen you in my dreams. <laughs> been dreaming about you. <laughs> I've been waiting. And then she shows him a clam. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That Look was, into my clam. Look into my clam. It's holographic. And it shows what... Um, uh, I, I don't know what to, how to describe the BET. It's like a mirrored microwave on wheels. Yeah, it, it's like it's like if you take a microwave and you put it on top of the tank off of a halo, right? And there it is, and just paint it white and put BET on it. <laughs> and so we cut to the Himalayas. <laughs> I think it's the Himalayas. Yeah, I think there, it, I think it is. There is no like, there's no title like you're in the Himalayas. So you've got a handful of Joes, and they're working on this this thing, the BET, which is short for the Broadcast Energy Transmitter, which does what? I've seen the movie a thousand times, and I'm really confused about A, how it works, B, what it's really supposed to do. Uh, it's got like a Simon thing on the top of it, and you, <laughs> you, you activate that. <laughs> you activate it, and then like it turns your machines alive. So it's, they said you know, it was supposed to like solve the global energy crisis or whatever, but I don't understand how... 
how that would have done it. <laughs> like, no, makes no sense to me. And so uh, be- they accidentally activate the uh, other equipment. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I, yeah. are okay, first of all, here, here's my, here's a complaint. First of all, they're in the Himalayas, and they are completely unprepared with their vehicle choices. Yeah. They have, like, like normal trucks and stuff. And their clothing, too. too. Right. They're wearing, like, you know, their cut-off sleeve, sleeveless <laughs> shirts and, like... Well, they had jackets, you know, they had jackets on, you know, to light, light pon- ponchos and stuff to... <laughs> Where are we going to the Himalayas? I'll be fine. <laughs> Just yes. I'm a badass, yo, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and so, Joe. Um, there's a vehicle called the Havoc, and it's when you bought, bought the toy, it came with a dude called Cross Country, and that's so it's, you know, most of the big vehicles all came with, like, drivers. Mm. And so Cross Country's the driver of the Havoc, and he likes country music and stuff. You <laughs> see that in earlier, or in earlier episodes. But um, the BET activates his Havoc and sends it away. Okay, first of all, I don't think energy can do that. I mean, energy can do that, but, like, like it seems to me it's a combustible kind of thing. I think I figured it out in all my right. crazy head. All right. You know the movie um, Maximum Overdrive? Right. Maybe that's what started Maximum Overdrive. Oh, the BT. the BT started Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I, think it, I think that's what I got, happened. I got you. So um, the Havoc runs away. Cross Country goes to chase it, and he's like, come back. And then he turns around and runs away. He's like, go away, because he's being chased by uh, Cobra, the whole Cobra army. Also, also highly unprepared. Yeah, driving dirt bikes and Harleys. And, and, and um, Cobra stuns. Go Google that. And... Um, there's a battle and uh, it's it's pretty bad. Um, Cobra and Gio fight and Serpentor gets captured. Cobra Commander, who they once again were throwing under the bus, yeah. follows him as they retreat because he's like, I know where's the place we can go. No one questions him. He's like, yeah. How do you know this stuff? And so uh, he leads Cobra off into after after they, their defeat. Gio has secured the BT and has captured Serpentor, the Great Cobra Emperor. Hail Serpentor. And, um, sorry, he's my favorite Cobra guy. Uh, so then, uh, Cobra, uh, Je- um, Roadblock and a bunch of other Je- Je- Roadblock is the black guy with the machine guns who rhymes. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe him. He's also a cook and a stereotype. So the stereotype le- <laughs> leads them to, uh, follows, uh, Cobra, who has basically found giant redwood. Asparagus tip. Asparagus yeah. tip things. Yeah. And apparently this is Cobra Law. This is where uh, Cobra Grinder was from. And, you know, they captured G.I. Joe. And you know, t- let's just cut to the chase of this long-winded thing. The, the Cobra Law is run by Burgess Meredith, who is uh, the penguin from the old 60s Batman series. And it's... Um, he's also uh, Rocky's trainer. trainer and the Rocky movies, and he's also this king of Cobra Log, Galobulus, and his he's apparently they're 40,000 years old. They've had this empire that got crushed by the Ice Age, and then man showed up and screwed that all up, and he's like, it was better when they were monkeys. So he's using these space spores to, to make the man monkeys again. On the flip side, Cobra Commander used to be a member of Cobra Law, and you know, Galavius sent him out to go conquer the Earth, but he's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, that's, isn't that what you get from him? Yeah, he's yeah. just an idiot. Because the whole reason he like he even found him was because he screwed up in the lab, <laughs> right. and blew his face up. <laughs> he got like eight, eight more eyes, and <laughs> I, I could use you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got ten lost, eyes, you'll be good. I was once a man. And so uh, they screw him up, hit him up with spores, which starts turning him to a snake. 
the G.I. Joes try to escape. They get stuck. The, uh, the ones Roblox led got captured. They're trying to escape. They get trapped on another plant thing. Roadblock uh, is blinded by the coolest monster in the thing. He's Nemesis Enforcer. This guy is a huge beast of a man with bat wings and... I don't know what those would be on his forearms. Like razors on his forearms. Like and Razor tusks. Yeah, and he, he kind of grunts or, you know, like, he sounds like a velociraptor. <laughs> yeah. Which is just, you can cover off, I'm a badass! <laughs> and so, um, he's blinded and fall with Cobra Commander, and, well, Cobra Commander's not blinded, but he, they fall into a river and escape. Roadblock can't see. Cobra Commander's like, I'll be your eyes. And as he's slowly turning into the snake thing. And he's just, just slowly losing it. Yeah. Right. Just, I was once a man, which is <laughs> awesome. Back on Earth, <laughs> or America, uh, you find uh, Duke has a little brother named Lieutenant Falcon, who's a screw-up and is, causes uh, Serpentor to escape and has to get trained by Sergeant Slaughter and his re, uh, uh, renegade squad. And, um, and by the way, Okay, Sergeant Slaughter yep. was not that fit in the 80s to begin with. <laughs> the power of cartoons. <laughs> he was like, make me look good. There's a battle for the BT after, uh, and Duke is almost killed by Serpentor via snake. And uh, then there's a, a, a final assault on Cobra Law, and uh, after some crazy battles, we'll, we'll talk about it as we go along. Um, Cobra, Cobra Law loses, almost everyone escapes. Cobra Commander's a snake, and Jejo wins. The end. <laughs> I, every time you say the BET, yeah. I just think of the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the network. network. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, yeah, well, okay. Like, that's I just chucked it in my head. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. Then, then uh, Serpentor's war cry. Oh, yeah, I love Serpentor's little war cry. All right, so Serpentor is leading uh, his army to capture the BET, the broadcast yeah. energy, not the black entertainment television. <laughs> You never know. He might have wanted both. Hey, man, he, uh, I, want, I want energy, and I want to watch 227 anytime I want to. I want my Marley Gibbs. That's what I want. Don't don't question it. Or, you know, and we all go to an HBCU because I want my, you know, a different world. So, I, you know, Serpentor's sitting back going, I know my parents love <laughs> But anyway, uh, uh, Cobra Commander, uh, El Jefe, would you like to do the war cry of, 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 of Serpentor? I don't know. I think Aaron does it better. <laughs> so yeah, it's the um, it's it's pretty amazing. It's, <laughs> he does it twice, and it's awesome. And then the the scarab guys that are in the in, for in Cobra Law, um, you know, oh, they, the, the 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 royal soldier guys, yeah, they the go, royal guard, like yeah, that's like that. Like that's that's how they talk. <laughs> It's like, are we fighting Iraq? <laughs> what, is, what is this going on right now? And then, I mean, this is '87. This is before Desert Storm. Right? You know, you know, the Middle East as as bad guys. We really went on our thought room right? after you know Iran happened like you know ten years earlier. Yeah, so, like, oh, so well, you know, we'd kind of forgotten. <laughs> and so, and then my my thing, you know, the whole the whole screw up that started for GI Joe was when they left Falcon in charge <laughs> to guard, right? Right. Okay. So later in the movie. They put Falcon back in charge to guard that same <laughs> building. And they're like, okay, now you will be on the lookout. It's like, you idiots, did you not learn anything? <laughs> like, okay, the whole reason... Um, yeah, Serpentor's out. Serpentor's out is because Falcon was really just trying to get laid by <laughs> the, um, the the 
uh, blonde um, ninja girl, <laughs> Jinx, who was, who was more um, Latino right. than right. Okay, all right. So, and you know, in fact, what I'm going to do while we we talk, describe Jinx to folks while I um. Okay, Jinx is what I'm assuming is supposed to look like an Asian woman. Yes, she's dressed up like a ninja. Uh, she's got the pixie cut haircut. Uh, she she can't and fight. Is 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 it a pixie cut or like a butch like military? Uh, well, cut? you know, I was, yeah, I guess I guess it's more of a of a butchy uh, military <laughs> style haircut. Um, and like she can't fight unless she's blindfolded for whatever and, reason. And by the way, her accent come and goes all the time. Yeah, it's definitely it's 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 hit or miss. Jinx, it's either um, no accent or very uh, very Latino ish. And I, I'm pr- I don't know many uh, Mexican we're, ninjas, we're <laughs> um, but you know, right, right. Out there. I, I apologize to our Latino listeners. <laughs> I don't know. Would Would Zorro count for a Mexican ninja? No. no. <laughs> I'm just he's he wears all black. He covers up his well most of his face, and he has a sword. He's also not a ninja. Yeah, I was say, you have very loose requirements for for ninjas. <laughs> I mean, by that Batman's a ninja. You gotta wear all black. Wear a sword. Cover your face. Hey, Batman is a ninja. He did do karate, so yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's your requirement to do karate. <laughs> well, see, look, we're building a bridge here. You gotta. These are so all Sergeant Slaughter's gonna hit you it. Gotta, you gotta build the foundation before you can build the actual bridge. We're working on this. And I, what, what? While we're stalling, I'm I'm pulling up Jinx's file card on our beautiful internet connection. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not I'm not so concerned with the internet connection. It's nice. The, it was worth the wait. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm on, um, here's a free plug for at 3djoes.com. If you want to get all your G.I. Joe needs, go to 3djoes.com. Uh, I'm right now looking at a 3D rotation of the Jinx action figure, which is awesome, actually. I used to have her. I, I, she was one of my favorites. I used, she had I, two katanas. I used to have a lot of the G.I. Joes. Um, I got it from a yard sale, and I got the big base and everything like that. But my problem with G.I. Joes was I would always break the bands. So. All right. She is, um, her file name is Top Secret, but her social security number, write this down, 037-424683. She's E5, so she's a sergeant of some sort. Uh, her primary military specialty is intelligence. Her second is a finance clerk. Then why did they have her fixing cars? <laughs> don't know. She was born in Los Angeles, California, so she could be Japanese or... Latino of some sort. Or both. Right. Uh, Jinx studied and competed in three forms of martial arts upon, from the time she was seven until she graduated from Brian Marr. Upon arriving in Japan for a vacation, she discovered that her family had been ninjas for generations, so she's Japanese. And she was officially initiated into the, clean, the clan. Jinx was recruited for the Joe team by Snake Eyes. Don't underestimate Jinx. She's been to the Secret Mountain and studied the seven silent forms with a blind master. She has the eye that pierces, the iron hand, and the heart that waits. She can see you through your deceptions, better uh, aside your defenses, and dazzle you with the strength of her will. Ooh. See, in this Jinx on the back of the card, she is a lot more feminine than in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like, she's got the well-done eyebrows. Yeah, the, right, the... The Jinx in the movie reminds me of Vasquez from Aliens. Yes. She's uh, like, holy, Vasquez was as a ninja. And and she sounded more Latino uh, and then Japanese. She, and, and and I'm not trying to be derogatory because she didn't sound American. I mean, she's from Los Angeles. Yeah. And so and there's some cultural stuff in there. And she doesn't sound like she has any of it. They're like, oh, she looks not American. So well, The accents for this whole movie were 
we're just um, a little bit off. You know, I made the joke early on about Andre being in the film. Right. One of the Cobras. I don't know. Uh, Andre was, um, oh, Andre was bu- uh, uh, Buzzard. Uh, Buzzer. He's a dreadnought. Um, his file card is interesting, too. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on that. Because I want to pull up some. I want to talk about a specific. I want to talk about a couple of G.I. Joes okay. in this movie. And so um, let's talk about Chuckles. Do you remember who Chuckles was? No, I, I, I don't remember who Chuckles was. Because they never named Chuckles. They never called him Chuckles. We named him. We called him Magnum P.I. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I think is El Jefe's favorite G.I. Joe in the movie. I, I, I just, uh, has to be in the top ten, right? It, yeah, I would say that. I'm kind of let down by this movie. Kind of, <laughs> because <laughs> Snake Eyes was my favorite G.I. Joe growing and there's up. No, there, and there's no Snake Eyes. You see him for just like a minute. Yeah, and he's he's got his katana and his his grenades that he could have blown out of there with, but you know, live and learn. <laughs> <laughs> That's why knowledge is half the battle, but you can still lose. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so. Knowing it's half the battle. So, um, let's describe Chuckles. <laughs> All right. So there are a bunch of new recruits for GI Joe. You know, and, and and once again, if, if you look, Hasbro's doing the same thing they did with with um, the Transformers. It's like here's some new GI Joes you can mm-hmm. buy, and they had. Um, uh, Law and his dog Order, they were like military police guys, and he was somewhat Latino yeah, or Cuban very, or something. Yeah, yeah. Cuban or Latino. <laughs> yeah, accent. he was some. Uh, you had Tunnel Rat, also had some strange accent that yeah. I don't know where he was from. Um, Big Lob. Yeah, he. Which is uh, very stereotypical uh, uh, African American. Yeah. Uh, Jinx, Lieutenant Falcon, and then Chuckles, who was, <laughs> you know, okay, I'll buy the ninja, the the. The tall, skinny black dude in the uh, jersey, but he's got weapons on him. Like so, he looks like he could be like, like a warrior, like from, from like, warriors. No, no, not from warriors, but like, like, like somewhere in Africa. Like he got he got the shirt like a, like like it's one of the world championship shirts for someone who didn't win the world championship. And he's got weapons. He's he's like fighting for blood diamonds. <laughs> I'm the captain now. I mean that's what was, right, right. I'll buy him as a fighter. I will. I I mean I'll. Tunnel rat, the guy with a do rag and weird face makeup, and I'll, that never gets washed off. Right, and he's got like a bandolier. I'll buy that. All right, what I have trouble is is the guy in the slacks with the and the Hawaiian shirt. shirt that he just puts a holster on with a gun over his tit. Yeah, he definitely is a has like leisure suit. Yeah, like casual Friday. <laughs> Damn it, you put a whole Why can't this name be Casual Friday? Oh my god. I'm gonna make a GI Joe and it's totally gonna be Casual Friday. That's all just use the design of, of my oh, I'm totally gonna I'm totally gonna make you Casual Friday. That's awesome. His we are re- now looking at the Chuckles action figure. His real name is Jim Selleck. Jim Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck's older brother. Actually, his name is Philip M. Provost. Provost. <laughs> Uh, his social security number, write this down, 299-585214. His military specialty is criminal investigations, and his second specialty, he's intelligence. He's from Little Rock, Arkansas, home to Bill Clinton. Uh, Chuckles has been undercover for so long that nobody's really sure about who he actually works for. I would assume he works for G.I. Joe. (laughs) Just saying. G.I. Joe right underneath him. (laughs) I uh, got to start in a quote unquote hole in the hole in corner operation at Southeast Insurance Group in Fort Lauderdale, where he still feels he's on his main main allegiance. 
but he wears Hawaiian shirts. Uh, they're not called Florida shirts, guys. <laughs> um, Chuckles is a man's man. Every CID boy's favorite companion. Not just because of his jocularity or his pervasiveness in the field, but because he is so con- conscientious about keeping up his quote-unquote cover that he volunteers for missions that no one else wants to go. All right, Chuckles, we need someone to go clean out the latrine. I'm there! I got it. <laughs> Chuckles' natural likability is his greatest asset. He can sit around all day with a bunch of cobras, grinning, cracking jokes, and punching shoulders, all the while wearing a miniature transmitter that's been being homed in by the Joe team. Chuckles is aware of the consequences of being found out. He's also confident of his ability to find his way of any situation. I know they only. I understand that the file cards only had so much room. But yeah. They they kind of just end. They don't really have an ending. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, my thing, like, in the movie, like, it doesn't, like, show him off as being, like, a spy. It shows him off as being, like, a, a dumb, like, just jock. Right. Yeah. Right. This guy throws a missile. Yeah. I was going to say, he throws a missile at one point. Uh, at another point, he starts a helicopter by hand. hand. Just, just, and not just, like, pressing a button or turning a key. He turns the rotor <laughs> blades. And he rides it. He rides the helicopter right. into battle. All right, so you guys are... <laughs> se- imagine you're seven, eight years old, and you open up Christmas morning, and Santa Claus brings you this guy. I wouldn't be too excited. I'd <laughs> be kind of disappointed. I'll look at Mom and what the hell did you just give me? <laughs> like, take this back. <laughs> Listen, call Santa back here. I don't care if it's if, if he's off. I told you, Mom, Duke or Snake Eyes. <laughs> One of the two. It kind of looks, like, looks like Duke. I know. <laughs> All right, and we're back for the break. Yes. Did I just insert it? There was no, I don't think there's a break in this episode. I was just like, I'm making a I break. don't know what you're talking about. There was a break. There was a break? Yes. There was a break. All right. Go, uh-huh. Scotty, editing skills. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, it's. I hope you enjoy the podcast so far, but here is the um, booze contribution. So I'll let If the, you've not enjoyed it so far, maybe you can start enjoying, enjoying it, it now, now and then go back and listen to it <laughs> after the cocktails. Couple of different cocktails. You know, you, for for a cinematic achievement like this, you have to have both both sides. The the You, you are <laughs> the You're pro- very kind. Protagonist and antagonist, a beverage for both, right? Yeah, sure, I'll go with that. And what do you want to start with, G.I. Joe's beverage or the Cobra? Yeah, let's start with G.I. Joe. They're lame. I'll, we'll save the good for uh, the okay. Light, right? A G.I. Joe is is really a cocktail, and that's the name of it, and not to be confused with with a G.I. cocktail. Are you familiar with a G.I. cocktail? So, like when you go to the hospital, exactly that stuff. So they look inside your exactly that stuff's horrible. So if <laughs> if any of the listeners are going to Google this or look it up to make sure, make sure you don't Google GI cocktail. Right, right. This have is you, the GI Joe. Have you have you had the GI cocktail? No. So I I have, I have acid reflux, mm-hmm. and so when they were trying to just diagnose this, I had to stand in front of this X-ray machine. And drink this horrible stuff, and it's and I don't, you know me, I'm picky at anything, and uh, I'm, I'm and it, oh, it, and they're like, oh, it tastes like strawberry. No, mm. it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. In an alternate universe, evil strawberry. Something kind of. I mean, a mirror, mirror, strawberry with a beard. beard right. It's oh, it's. But I, I kept getting, you know, you know, no, no, you you have to drink it all. I'm like this is not going to happen because it will end up everywhere. Maybe they wanted to watch it come back. Oh, <laughs> but it was neat to kind of see, like I could see in the screen. My anyway, it's not relevant, but I got to see the, my insides. That was kind of cool. I, you <laughs> I know, know where I'm going with that. There's so many places I could go with that, but I'm going to choose to, to remain PG-13 and not. Um, you know, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the GI Joe cocktail. 
is equal amounts, usually three ounces, of Jägermeister and lime juice mixed in a sports drink of your choice. Okay, okay, okay. I got to ask a question. Okay. Jägermeister is not really an American drink. It's um, from another place. <laughs> that we have once conquered. <laughs> right? So is that why we... <laughs> well, I'm guessing because it's kind of a manly drink. I don't know a lot of ye- of ladies who appreciate Jaeger. I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of ladies who, who do Jaeger I, and Jaeger bombs. Well, Jaeger bombs maybe, but we're not going to talk about the kind of ladies you know. But Jaegermeister is <laughs> kind of a kind of a kind of a dude drink, and uh, a little Jaegermeister lime juice and in I a sports drink. I guess it's all the drink. elk blood or whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, allegedly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Um, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Jaegermeister. I mean. Tastes like sweet tarts. I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't it's know. a little different. But anyway, add that to your favorite. So how are sweet tarts manly? <laughs> I mean, really, on the on the list of candies, <laughs> I mean, I would not put sweet tarts as like the manliest candy ever. No, I, I don't think I would either. But I don't know it's the sweet and the sour. I don't I don't know sweet and tart. What would you kind call of them? like uh, uh, what are the other ones that now the gummies that are sweet and sour? The, the sour patch kids. Sour patch kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that without the gummy. I got you. I mean, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I I like sweet and salty. I don't like sweet and tart. Of course you much. like sweet and salty. Of course <laughs> I do. What would you consider the manliest candy? Ah, oh, wow. That's a that's a hard a hard question. I mean, if, if Jägermeister should taste like what? <laughs> if it's going to taste like a candy. I'd oh, probably, you know, like armpit sweat and, and navel belly fuzz. I don't know. <laughs> And that's not yet a candy that I'm familiar with. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the Harry Potter world. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll have to think about the manly candy. And what kind of candy da is? I'm sure there's people who survey this and and, and study this. But is there a type <laughs> of candy? Candyologists. Yeah, that 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 men buy that women don't buy. Uh, um, almond joys. Mm, I don't know. That was just a joke. That's just a really yeah good yeah yeah. I got. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> Um, well, if you happen to know, you can uh, tweet us at, at Bobcast Network, hashtag uh, Manly Candy. Yeah, there's a lot like chocolate-covered balls. Is that, <laughs> it's not a candy. That would be a whopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Well, <laughs> they shrivel when you suck on Much them. like old age. <laughs> uh, back to the G.I. Joe cocktail. Oh, yeah. There. Um, so, <laughs> sports drink of your choice. I'm guessing, you know, like an orange Gatorade would be a good thing to mix that with. Because with the lime juice... I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I'm not doubting your wisdom as the bar winch. But, I, I mean, I know you have, you're not a fan of liquor and creams. Not at all. Yeah. You know, but I'm that a, that doesn't mean that not everyone, I mean, right, other people right. can enjoy that. But, but I mean, I'm thinking, and I mean, I, I'm up to trying this, but I, I think about this as the way you think about that, you know, like a, like why, a why ruin a perfectly good drink right, with a sports drink? Right, it's like. <laughs> If you're just going to drink the Jaeger, just drink the Jaeger. Why, why Why do you need the sweet tart and the orange? I don't know. I, maybe it's easier to sneak in your middle school or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, we for do 21 not- and over. For 21 and over. If you're just in middle school at 21, you shouldn't be sneaking in the drink anyway. You need to get your life right. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm thankful that you're trying to get your education. <laughs> at, but, but there's alternate ways. GED. <laughs> there's math on that. Oh, math is hard. Anyway, back to uh, the other side. The other side. If you're interested in a, a cobra, wow, a cobra, and right. I don't, I don't know. It's it's a fruity drink. And of course I, it is. <laughs> of course it is, and it's in a, it's served in a highball glass. All right. And it is equal amounts of Malibu, 
Blue Curaçao, and oh, it's escaping me what the third liquor is in it. Bad bar witch. Bad. I'm 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 still hung up on the on the on the GI Joe. Because oh. um, she's a real patriot. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, vodka, simple vodka, and uh, mix. I like I like how patriot made you think of vodka. <laughs> Yes, comrade. <laughs> <laughs> Dodd. <laughs> so equal amounts of, of vodka, blue curaco, and Malibu rum. And mixed together with some pineapple juice, shaken over ice, strained, highball glass, wedge of pineapple. I don't know why it's a cobra. It's called a cobra. I, I would, I would, I would it's a very fruity, tropical, I like islandy drink. Drinks. I know you do. I like umbrellas and all that. Yes. I'm basically a woman. <laughs> I did not say that. I did. I just bleh. some fruity drinks are fine. Sometimes they're over the over the top, though. It's 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 kind of like the too sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it when it's too sweet. That's good. And, and it depends on the occasion too. Mm-hmm. It, obviously, I you know I like to. There are certain drinks for certain occasions, and and while on a cruise, I will admit to drinking some foo foo fruity drinks. <laughs> So the bar which cruises a lot? I uh, no, just just once, but it was phenomenal, and there were a lot of fruity drinks involved. She's, she's just like I'm just remembering the cruise, and so I guess uh, we, we need to send you on a cruise. We need we, we need to do a um, a podcast cruise, a podcast cruise. with a bunch of people who podcast. That would be awesome because they do like the '80s rock band cruises. Right. And I bet you there's a team, your favorite whatever team cruise, and there's all sorts of specialty cruises. Is there a Reds cruise? Yes, there has been. And I did not get to go. Sad. It is sad. The only cruise I was going to go on, um, and just because it's, you know, music is important to like when you grew that point where you discover that music is a thing, and sometimes that's later in life than others. I mean, for me, it sort of chronicles where you are at certain 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 times. And so, uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys who are like, I don't like music today. I love, I love music, but you know, I have an era of music that's kind of my own, and and that's. Well, not your own. Yeah, but but what I identify particular with, particular like, like like my go to stuff. I will, and and so this was a cruise hosted by Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray, but it had last, <laughs> don't lie. And so it was I'm not a big Sugar Ray fan, but the whole lineup was amazing. Live was on, well, uh, yeah, live and Gin Blossoms and Toad the Wet Spray. I mean, it's all these. But it's like oh, I would totally dig that. And so hang I'm out like, with them, listen to right, the music. Right. Yeah. I, you know, that's worth a cruise. And then the um, the boat that flipped happened. Yes, in Italy. Yeah, and then like cruise ships, uh, people the, started cars, saying, "No, we'll, we'll, we'll take the insurance. We're not going to go." go, go. And so that that killed that cruise. I pulled their money, so we didn't get to, that. Didn't happen. So I've almost been on a cruise. I seriously considered going on a cruise. So let's put it that way. I would recommend it, I th- especially if you do enjoy the occasional alcoholic beverage. It's a. It's you're not responsible for driving anywhere or going. It's somebody else is in charge. You got to find your way to your room. There are people to help you with that. Oh. F- <laughs> If I had the money, I'd just take the network on a cruise. Oh, that would be fun. But again, I'm sure there's a lot of other podcasters, and and so maybe you know people who have shared interests. Shared interest cruises are a thing. Yeah, that's, that'd be kind of cool. That would be very cool. You had an uh, something I, else. To I go did with have us. a little shout out to another. Uh, they're sort of involved in in uh, social media. They've got a Facebook page and the Twitter account, and um, which all will be listed at the end of this podcast. And they are um, beer makers. They have their own brewery and their own place where you can buy it, and it's called the brewery's Beer Army. 
and they have two That's an army I could join. Exactly, right? That's an army I'd fight for. Worth fighting for. Uh, Their own beer, and I think at their location they also do other craft beers. Um, They're located in Trenton, New Jersey, and they also have a location in New Bern, but I believe it's all brewed in Trenton. So if you're in Trenton, New Jersey, or New Bern, or North Carolina, uh, Trenton or New Bern, you can stop by, find out where... New Bern? New Bern. North Carolina? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not too far from us. Find out where uh, Beer Army is located. I think there's a road trip for us. It sounds. Uh, check them out. They they sound like they have some really interesting do a things. Podcast from there. I I'm I'm all for it. I mean, my podcast network celebrates fandom. I'm a fan of beer. Hmm. I, I am a fan of beer, and I'm a fan of of people who are doing different beers and and doing their own. You know, nothing at all wrong with mass produced beer. Some no. of it's very good for what it is, but craft beer and hey, we're we're for, uh, oh, it's springtime. Almost springtime. Almost. It's almost. Getting closer and closer to their cold snap. Yes, it is. And that's my. And you talk about mass produced beer. That's my favorite. Sam Adams does. I mean, I love. I'm not crazy about Sam Adams Lager, but I like the the seasonal stuff. Oktoberfest mm-hmm. is delicious. I really, really like cold snap. Escape I mean, route's good. Cold snap. I, I, but they have some seasonals that I like less than the other. I like. I don't like the cherry wheat. Yeah, I know. I love cherry oh, wheat. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, no, it's not. I like it. Uh, for me, it's terrible. It's, I don't and like it's it. also good. Uh, if you're looking for something to um, marinate your bratwurst in, cherry wheat's amazing. As far as cherry-flavored beers, because we're full circle, but earlier we were talking about pineapple yeah. beer. Uh, cherry beers, uh, a good cherry beer to try. If and, and again, saying that I didn't like the Sam Adams cherry wheat, I love Petrus Aged Red. Yes. Aged Red. It is delicious, it's and like it is a, a tart cherry. It's almost like a wine. <laughs> it, it is like if good beer and good wine got together and had a baby. Right. And yeah, it's, it very good. Very it's very good. Very good. It, it's not an everyday beer. No, it's not. But it's 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 a delicious cherry beer as opposed to the the. And we crystal. had it last in L.A., right? Uh, well, you may have. <laughs> I, I had it last a couple of weeks ago. Oh, look at you! Well, I think was that one of the beers that we sampled? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's where I was introduced to it. Was, was in a, Los Angeles, and the, then I found it locally. The log house. So shout out to the log right. Uh, yard house. Yard house. Shout out to the yard house. See, I knew it was a house. Sorry. It's in, um, a little somebody maybe had a little too much to drink at the yard house. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while ago. That's why I had uh, raspberry. Uh, what was it? Uh, Angry Orchard? Not Angry Orchard, but Woodchuck. Yes, yes. I'm a fan of the ciders. I like sweet things, so well, that's why you're my co-host. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Look at that with a save. Oh, I'll try. Yeah, <laughs> first show back. It's easy. <laughs> you're not sick of me yet. Oh, just give it time. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess you have a bar to get back to. Yes, yes. Busy time of the year. It is. A bit, you know, the first uh, football <laughs> is, you know. Almost over. But baseball hot on its heels. NBA is going. Lots lots of things happening. March uh, is going to be good. Yeah, March is March, be madness. March madness. Well, we have to watch a basketball movie. Spring training, March madness. Football's wrapped up. It should be fun. All right. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Did, did Duke I, was Duke totally on vacation? On Friday. I'm totally casual Friday. I mean, like maybe if I ha- was like trying to complete a set and I got this, I'd be all right. But like if this was like if I got this, <laughs> it's kind of like my Christmas where I got rented games with a PS2. Yeah, it's kind of like a huge letdown. You're like, <sighs> so yeah. Like like did they catch Duke on vacation? <laughs> we need your help. Come on, Duke. You're- I like it, like. You know, these guys are, this guy was designed by somebody. Somebody's like, all right, all right, um, what do kids want? They like Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> They're in. They're really popular right now. And another thing I noticed about the, uh, the action figure, the holster is on his hip now, not his tit. 
Well, it was hard to do with a plastic toy, I suppose. True, this was the 80s. And so, um, most of them didn't come with holsters. I, you know, as a toy design, I like the fact that it has a holster. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I would have taken the holster off and put it on a cooler G.I. Joe, like Snake Eyes <laughs> or Duke or Flint. Flint so, was my favorite. So you wouldn't have played with uh, Chuckles? I, I never had a Chuckle, so no. I never had a, I had a Jinx. I had a Falcon. I had, um, I had a Tunnel Rat. They didn't make a Big Lob until... Probably about five or six years ago. Really? Yeah, he's a he was a fan request when Hasbro relaunched it. Um, they did Law and Order, and I had them, and so I had most of the recruits. Most of Rawhide. Yeah, most of, most of the Rawhides. I, I didn't have Chuckles. I never had Chuckles, and I'm like, now I should have had Chuckles. <laughs> I, I want Chuckles. Let's look at Big Lob. <laughs> First of all, stupidest name ever. Yeah, it's, I like how he does his own, you know, as a sports, you know, sports enthusiast, I love how he does his own play-by-play whenever he does anything. <laughs> yes. Like, he's just calling it out. He's like, I mean, really, I think that's how you would be as a G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and Big Love breaks to the left, juking out a defender, and he's going to, can he make it? Can the shot fall? It bounces around. Yes, it does. <laughs> like The crowd goes bananas. <laughs> and, I, and, again, just just love that right there. Big Law. I don't know. I thought it was Big Law, but... Who's Big Boa? Oh, I'm got Big I, Bear? I, I have a... I, Big Boa. Okay. Um, I'll uh, keep, keep talking. I'm, I have a story about Big Boa, but I do, really. I'm not lying. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. But the limit is being slow. So, um, <laughs> um, Big Log does the... He does the um, sports announcing twice, right? Mm-hmm. They thought it was a funny enough thing to bring it back. Yeah, he does it when he they're doing that whole little training uh, montage with him and Tunnel Rat. And then they do it uh, when they're in the Dreadnoughts um, flying, what are those things called? Uh, the um, Swamp somethings. Um, yeah, I, they're kind of like helicopters. Yeah, they, and I remember if you got them wet, the toy, they, I think they changed color. Nice. Yeah. Um, Zartan, the leader of the Dreadnoughts, when you put him in sunlight, the toy, mm-hmm. he changed color. Cool. There was, um, Zartan's a master of disguise, and so... When he can look like anybody, because I think it's some genetic deficiency or, or something, and um, uh, when you put, uh, he has a, a version of sunlight, and so when he's in sunlight, he changes color, he gets weak, and so that's what the toy did. So let's talk about the movie um, Zartan. Yeah, the it, you know from um, from from this not oh, no, no, from the from the animated from the, from the Hasbro movie. You know, you pointed it out. Yeah, I pointed this out. I you know if you if you go back and watch this movie. It looks like he's got some some glam rock hair going on, um, and with some kiss makeup. Yeah, with some kiss makeup, and you know that would make sense. You know, rocking yeah. kiss makeup, rocking the glam rock hairstyle. You know, okay, whatever, cool. It is big lob. I was right. But you you know you told us that that's a hood. Yeah, that's a hood. I'll and it definitely did not come across as a hood. The to me anyway. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I had him, and I was sitting there, I was like, wait a minute. Because I just remember this when I looked and saying that it was actually a hood. I was like, yes, I've seen this before. I was, looking, I was like, this is a hood. This is not hair. I've always thought you had hair. This, this is Yeah, I thought he had, like, the coolest hair in Cobra. I won't lie. It was, like, long <laughs> and, you know. Long kinda, and thick and like, flowing. Hey, hey and, and you'll appreciate this because you're a fan of a mullet. And it's, like, <laughs> a really, really good mullet, right? You, you can't go wrong with a mullet or a rat tail. Right. And so, I mean, I thought he had a really good, really good mullet. And I'm trying to pull up some images for um, 
Um, the it's supposed to be a hood, so it looks like I'm pulling it up, pulling up. I just want to see a Zartan toy. All right, so that's what he looks like without the hood, and then you so can, he's really bald, actually. Yeah, and so then see. So, yeah, see the toy looks looks cool. Right, that looks badass. It doesn't really translate. No. And see, master of disguise, you can look like somebody else. And okay, um, what is that? The custom figure, I think. Oh no, sideshow collectibles. So sideshow did a, collectibles did a really nice um, Zartan, which I kind of want. That is really cool looking. Um, but uh, I'm trying to find a picture. I will post one with the um, podcast though, because it is you know. Crazy Zarkin 80s hair. I swear it was hair. I, anyway. Big Lob. <laughs> uh, I like how you had to go to Wikipedia to find his information. It wasn't listed on that G.I. Joe site. Right. Um, he's a corporal from Chicago, Illinois. His name is Bradley J. Sanders. <laughs> uh, how'd, you get, how'd they get Lob out of that? I, I, I'm looking for his file card. Cause I, they, they did make a toy. They make a... Um, I'm looking. Keep talking, and we'll find it. I, I like I like how the toy is not tall at all, <laughs> and he's supposed to tower over everybody. But no, the toy is he has midget legs. He was released in 2010 for the official Jedi uh, Collectors Club. He's a club membership. He's a membership exclusive uh, file card. That's what I'm looking for. Maybe really. All right, so Bradley J. Sanders is a is a inf, he's an infantry uh, grenadier. His social security number, if you would write this down, three six zero zero seven one nine six five. There's gonna be a lot of identity thefts. I, <laughs> you know, I'll take out an audience wherever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's when you do the description bag. Lots of social security card <laughs> numbers are revealed in this episode. Uh, special uh, is. All right, this is lazy. Secondary military specialty, special services. Mm. Born in Chicago, Illinois. He's a E4, so he's a corporal. Big Lob has been a top athlete since elementary school and all through high, his high school days. He proved to have an uncanny ability to excel at any sport. Although he received offers from teams in several different pro sports in league after graduation, he chose to enlist in the Army Reserves to serve his country, but also remain close to his hometown and family. Okay, all right, all right. No offense to the people who choose to serve. That is a no, I, I, I didn't do it. I have friends who did it. I'm, ha- I'm glad we have people to serve. On the flip side, if the NFL is knocking at your door and saying, here's X million dollars. Yeah. Just, just saying. <laughs> um, you can help in other ways. Um, he joined, uh, let's see. Rumors of the outstanding sports prowess and reports of his precision distance grenade throwing, <laughs> which I guess is a, a sport in the Army, quickly caught the attention of G.I. Joe, the G.I. Joe team. He joined under the Rawhide program, which allowed uh, him the flex- flexibility to report only for missions requiring his special uh, specialized expertise. So we need a, a basketball player to throw grenades to fight Cobra this mission. We're calling Big Love. We're calling Big Love. He's good at throwing them long-distance grenades. He's well-liked by his teammates, except for his annoying habit of talking about himself in the third person <laughs> and constantly using sports uh, uh, metaphors, even in non-sports-related conversations. 
the concept of throwing grenades goes back to the to oh we get history. <laughs> the concept of throwing grenades go back to the Greek fire used by the Byzantine and early gunpowder bombs developed by the Chinese during the uh, Tang Dynasty, 13 centuries later. More advanced and specialized versions are still an integral part of modern soldiers' ordnance. Um, Big Lob is especially skilled at man manually throwing. It's not that I can't read, it's just very, very <laughs> tiny. <laughs> so, on this, I'm looking at a tiny screen, plus the words are tiny, so forgive me on this. Big Lob is especially skilled at manually throwing hand grenades at specialized targets and using his multi shot grenade launcher for longer distances. He carries a full arsenal of high explosives. Flechettes, incendiary chemical compounds, and even smoke grenades to accomplish any mission objectives. And it has a quote When Big Lob makes his move, he always shoots to score the big win. Nice. I love you, Big Lob. <laughs> I, I'm kind of bummed that Big Lob's not in any of the, uh, the <laughs> movies that have come out recently. Yeah. That's that's really what I need. I need a Big Lob in a movie. You need a Big Lob in a movie? I, I would even settle for, you know, Chuckles. Actually, yeah. I would love Chuckles and Big Lob. Big Lob. <laughs> casual Friday. Oh, oh, okay. So we got we need we need we need uh, Casual Friday and Monday Morning Quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep that that yep. would work. That that would definitely well, work I'm, for GI Joe. By the end of this podcast, we'll have a specialized GI Joe team. Ca casual Friday and RG three. <laughs> <laughs> well, RG three may need a job. <laughs> uh, he, he, he he can drive for big law. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so, he, he throws an NFL-sized football. I'm pretty sure he can throw a grenade. Yeah, but RG3 can't throw on target. So uh -huh. he would, he'd, over, he'd miss his... Uh, it's a grenade. you got to be close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, Lordy, Lordy. Oh, what else happened in this ridiculous movie? <laughs> um... Let's let's talk Cobra Law and their um, the big thing about Cobra Law was, is that they um, they're all organic. Yeah, they're, they're all organic. They're, they're, they're like hippies. Yeah, it's, it's like the '60s move, movement, but evil. Yeah, and so everything's based off something living. Their whole how all their equipment and bridges and at, at, everything, yeah. everything is is, and that just is weird. Like they have okay uh, for for the record. All right, Nemesis Enforcer. Yeah, uh, yeah, Nemesis Enforcer. Ooh, nobody, nobody could on. stop him at all in the movie until Sergeant Slaughter got mad, and Sergeant Slaughter just beat the holy crap out of him. Well, if you, little did you know that the, his kryptonite is an angry Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> yes, he has he has wings that can deflect lasers, and he's got rhino horns on his forearms, you know. And Sergeant Slaughter is the one who takes him out. We think about it, the the python. Python woman. What's her name again? Pythona. Pythona. If you think about it, she's badass. You know, she's got like acid fingers and like, <laughs> wings that can like deflect like um, Nemesis Enforcer. I didn't see wings. I thought that was just her cloak. Or, yeah, never mind. Cloak. Yeah. She's got the cloak. She's got the acid fingers. She's got, she can throw octopuses. She's got a full arsenal of like clams. Weapons. Yeah. So, you know, you would think she would be, she'd be tough to defeat. And then at the end, Jinx throws her into a gaping hole. Blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, in a cover law. Because once she's blindfolded, she's a badass. Yeah. Now, now she can't fight you worth the lake when she sees you. Right, she shouldn't have been a G.I. Joe, right? <laughs> she should have been a, a sideshow attraction. A sideshow attraction. <laughs> 
Well, that's kind of harsh. <laughs> or an MMA. I mean, she's not like a lobster boy. <laughs> <laughs> the lady who can fight blindfolded but can't fight for a lick. Uh, we we got to work on that. See, now. I think she would be that's good. A long stretch yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a long barker, too. I think she'd be good at like a bar fight. <laughs> Just make money there. <laughs> right. Or MMA fighter. Oh, yes. Yeah, MMA wasn't a thing in 87, I don't think. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't, who says we couldn't bring her back? <laughs> Time travel man. I he kind of looks like a, a real crappy action figure though. It does not do justice to the movie figure. Yeah, that is, that's a total letdown. The bat wings are not nearly as long as they should have been. And where's his? Does he have his things on his arms? He looks more like Magneto. A little bit right there. Um, see. Yeah, I would have been disappointed again with this figure. What is that? That was not in the movie. Apparently, he has tentacles too because someone they're like, <laughs> why? Because. <laughs> You know what? He looks more like Magneto than anything. All right. This is... All right. So oh, yes. All right. <laughs> so the bottom of this, we're watching a rotation of the three-pack, the, the Cobra Law team set, which came with Nemesis Enforcer, the Royal Guard guy, the, the one that... Uh, what, what sound did they make? <laughs> there you go. I just want to hear that. Um, and then Galobulus. And Galobulus is half snake. And they've got him set up while he's standing. That never happened for the toy I had. He never <laughs> stood up. He just... Laid there. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. I I mean, it's a cool-looking action figure, but if he just lies on his belly... That's how... Yeah, I remember... That's how I bought it. I <laughs> bought it at Kiwi Toy Stores for, like, five bucks. I was happy. Kiwi Sto- Toy Stores is all... They're all out of business. Yeah, they are. They? They're all, they've been out of business for I was, a while. I was so sad when Kiwi Toys went out of business. I was so sad. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay, so Nimbus Enforcer does not have a social security number. <laughs> Pretty bummed about that. That's right. the identity I wanted to steal. Right. And I bet you he has great credit. He they, s- <laughs> they say in Cobra Law that Galobulus raised the nemesis enforcer from a pile of dead things, and that's where his soul should be. There's nothing but emptiness. His leathern wings have beat across the night skies since before the Ice Age as he tirelessly carries out the dark will of his master and creator. Fleeting glimpses of his sinister form gave rise to the legend of vampires, harpies, and countless other things that go bump in the night. It's kind of like Jeepers Creepers, okay. right? He can glide silently and land with a sound. <coughs> he is the other presence in the pitch black room. He is the lurker in the dark, just outside your bedroom window. He rattles the garbage cans and makes <laughs> your floor creak. He's the dread that stands behind you in the dark and dares you to turn and face him. First of all, I don't think Nemesis Enforcer is shaking up your garbage cans. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that his wings are made out of leather. No way. You don't think so? It, they deflect lasers. They're like alien space leather. Yeah. They're like Cobra Lala with leather. Don't judge him. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hating on the leather. If they're so organic, why does he have leather wings? Because leather is organic? <laughs> But they deflect lasers. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. This is what he's hung up on. All right, all right. Let me let me explain some 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 other silly things that happened in this movie. So El Jefe can I'll let Aaron swallow for a minute. Yeah. Let him die. All right. So Cobra Law has um a giant. I don't even know what it is. It's like a worm thing that flies. Oh, the that they all fly in. Yeah, they. I don't. 
I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure I, what kind I don't of know what it is. it is. It's like it's like a a bug blimp. Yeah, sort it, of like a a ice pod with wings. Kind, yeah, it kind of. Yeah. yeah. And so, all right, that they have giant two worms, the trimmer guys, the giant just, trimmers that just show up. Mm-hmm. They've got the tentacle sea monsters. Um, they have a red carpet, carpet made of chiggers. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have a giant moth that picks up the BT. Um, what else? Do we, we keep going, right? Yeah. Oh, they have <laughs> the um, the thing that kind of looks like a hummingbird, like their air force. Yeah, their air like force a, looks like hummingbirds. And they shoot out um, um, uh, organic matter. <laughs> Semen, <laughs> and it, it sounds yeah. They shoot out the splooge missiles, but that sort of go like octopus. They yeah. have like octopus tentacles. All right, yeah. all right, all of that, and you're like his leather wings can't just they, like they can't happen. Well, you know what? Cobra law, where everything's possible. <laughs> That's their motto. That's how they get people to move there. Come to Cobra Law. Your dreams will come true. <laughs> it's like Disney World. Bugs or semen or anything really. Just just come on down if you if you long to walk on a. Chigger uh, carpet, you <laughs> come on down. We got it for you. We're really uh, also, just want to clarify, we're saying chigger. Yeah, chigger. <laughs> Those uh, are like that's what they're really called, right? That's not just like a southern <laughs> thing. Far as I know, I mean, cause we all are pretty much. You're from Alabama, and uh, we're from West, West Virginia, Virginia, so we're kind of southern. So maybe they're called different things in different places. Um, I always heard them as chiggers. I'm that's what I'm saying. They're the little red bugs. Right. The little red tiny bugs. If you don't know what they are. I hope you say Google this and watch. I find out that it's offensive, and we're like, "Oh crap, we gotta take this out." Of the <laughs> we have to delete the whole show, uh-huh. or just a section about chickens. <laughs> but, but if it's not offensive, that's our third joke. <laughs> yeah, Casual Fridays, Monday morning quarterback and chigger. <laughs> what else? Um, I love how Galobulus or Galobulus um, basically looks like he's doing wearing hammer pants. When he's up there floating in his little, um, I don't even know what that is. It looks like a puffer fish. Yeah. So they are called chiggers. They are, man. Chiggers are mean. I'm like, I'm looking at a picture of like chigger bites on this lady. And it's so I'm saying, thing. I remember like my grandma would always yell at me, like if I'd be out there playing in the yard or whatever, she'd be like, come in, you're going to get the chiggers on you. So like, so I would always. <laughs> All right, we'll clarify. <laughs> not no disrespect to your grandmother, but it is West Virginia. Is that sure what she said? <laughs> yes. Yep. She said chiggers. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, what is that word for? Is that what they're really called? Trombicula. Trombic, uh, trombicula? Ow. Trombiculate. Trombiculate. It sounds like a cocktail. <laughs> I'll take a trombiculate, please. Hold the ice. Um, also called berry bugs, harvest mites, red bugs, scrub itch mites, and <laughs> aotas. They're family of mites. Uh, there they're, are two widely recognized definitions of quote unquote chigger. The scientific or the taxonomic. Uh, so, yeah. So, so we're safe. We're, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Wikipedia is really stepping up their uh, fundraising. Yeah. One minute was a... Last month it was a dollar, now it's thirty. Yeah. So it's you, time crunch. I'll yeah. put it this way. I would give to Wikipedia, but poor college student. I'm doing a free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> If you give us six dollars, we'll give Wikipedia three. Shit, give us nine, I'll give them the three. <laughs> no, twelve. We all yeah, have to make yeah, our three. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say twelve. <laughs> yeah, so we all so give us twelve, we'll give Wikipedia three and we'll keep nine. Yeah, that's how we do, how we roll. That's how we buy these movies. Right. 
And I did my, I bought the movie at Movie Stop. If you're not familiar with Movie Stop, go to MovieStop.com. Free plug for them. It's like a GameStop but bigger. Nice. <laughs> it's full of used movies. It's amazing. I love it. Back to the movie. So big, big. What was it you were gonna do? Big, big law oh, or not big, big law? Boa. All right, big boa. All right. So. Um, we are way off talking about. Was he in this movie? No, Big Boa was not in this movie. All right, so you know about the uh, William the Refrigerator Perry? Yes. You know, Chicago Bears. Yes. The lineman for the Bears, right? Or lineman or lineman? He was a lineman. He was a lineman. lineman for the Bears. Okay. Did you know they released a GI Joe of him? No, I did not. Yes. So Big Boa made me think of a Cobra team member. Big Boa is a Cobra team member. Oh. You, you're good. All right, so they released. Uh, the fridge as a uh, a special, like a uh, you know buy buy five Joes, send in the improved burgers and get the fridge. Yeah. And he was a big guy with a gap tooth, and he had a. <laughs> I'll show. I'll, I'll pull him up in a minute. But he's got uh, a, a weird weapon. It's like a whip with a football at the end of it. I, I can't really. Yeah. So. Nice. Never had, never had a fridge figure. If someone would love to send me a fridge figure, I would take it. Come hit me up at, at Scotty White on the tweets. I've always wanted one. I don't care if he's just used. I just, but I remember uh, I was one summer when we went to Gulf Shores, Alabama, and uh, there was another family there at the condo, and that kid had a, um, a, fridge, a fridge, a fridge figure, and I was so jealous. I wanted that fridge figure so bad. What will it take for you to let me have that? It's, it didn't have. Didn't well, happen. Completely off topic. A lot of bell tipped. Um, Things in the, in the GI Joe universe. Yes, a lot of a lot of phallic figures. Well, it's, you know, it's all a testosterone. <laughs> um, all right, so there there was there was some success with the um, the GI Joe for uh, for the, the fridge. Mm-hmm. So Hasbro was like, "Well, we want to make a Rocky Balboa figure. He can be the GI Joe boxing trainer." And so they started to make one, and um, the deal fell apart. And so they had made this Rocky figure. And so instead of uh, making him a Joe, instead of calling him Balboa, they called him Big Boa and made him a Cobra. Nice. And so um, he's the Cobra trainer instead of the G.I. Joe trainer. And uh, So it was kind of like a, a screw you to the deal? Yeah, I think so. And what they did was they kept the body but gave him a masked face. And uh, he had Cobra boxing gloves. Which I think are cool. I like Cobra boxing gloves. Yeah, like I, as symbols go, Cobra has the coolest bad guy symbol. I, I love. It's yeah. just it's, the design is really sweet on it. It looks kind of frightening. And it's good on a flag, it. and everyone knows it. You know, in, in the most recent GI Joe movie, I like seeing the White House getting. You know, they had the flags, the, the Cobra flags. I'm like, that's gonna do it at my house. <laughs> but yeah, so the, that's why Big Boa is a thing. Big I'm Boa like, broke like the internet. Thing. But no, no Big Boa in the. I mean, we got a lot of Cobra guys. We're going. Well, we got the the main Cobra guys. We got we had Serpentor and Cobra Commander and the Baroness and Destro, um, Doctor Mindbender, Zaymont Tomax, and the background you had Firefly and um, Scrap Iron and Storm Shadow, the the, the yeah, yeah. Snake Eyes is enemy. Firefly uh, is also a ninja, but he's cam- he's the great camo guy. He's a saboteur. And the only thing he did in the movie was uh, fly a stunt. I mean, drive a stunt and get blown up. <laughs> they didn't do nothing. And I see Storm Shadow in the background when they're throwing Cobra Commander in the bus. And <laughs> he never said anything. Right. And then the other side of the Cobra, I mean, um, 
while the Dreadnoughts are supposed to be independent, they pretty much predominantly work for Cobra in the, in, in the series. And so you had Zartan and his sister Zarana and his brother Zendar, because his family loves Z names. <laughs> uh, and then there was Buzzer Ripper, Torch are the three main ones. Monkey Wrench is the. Um, I'm doing this for all for memory. I was gonna say if you can just, <laughs> you can't see this at home, but he he Scotty is closing his eyes and just you can just see him harkening back to like you know. Targeting back to his childhood, he's like, all right, name this guy. This, all right, here he is, here he is. Like, just going through a checklist, and it's, it's and right, amazing. And, right, and this is why I can't do math, because... This is all, it's, it's taking up all the space, yeah. My, my spot for, like, you know, 2 plus 2 is 7, where the hell it's supposed to be, is it filled up with... G.I. Joe names. Stuff. Like, all right, so, um, and I'm, I'm trying to think who drives the Thunder Machine, um... Who's the one who's like, I didn't know it was you, Zarana? Oh, oh the guy. That guy. Uh, I can't. Uh, he's I, got I a failed. gap tooth. Yeah, he's got a gap tooth. I can't. I, and, I, and I know he drives a thunder machine, which is the Cobra. I pointed it out in the, in the movie. The, you know, Cobra Commander's. Uh, no, they're riding it to go to get the BT, mm-hmm. and G.I. Joe is shooting it, but they shoot all around it. No one can yeah, hit oh, it. Yeah. And so, um, Thrasher. Oh, pulled it out. Thrasher. Thrasher drives, drives the Thunder Machine. You so, realize you could have made up all these names and we would have not been able to call you on any of it. Right. But the fans <laughs> would. I would get tweets at Scotty Wade or at Mobcast Network. <laughs> and so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe this. Watch Scotty's Rain Man like a million named Janet Jones. That is honestly what it is like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Yes, I mean, but you guys are good with sports names. I bet you can pull out sports stats and stuff. And I'm so nerd. So I'm like, all right, G.I. Joe guy. Uh, what, you, know, what, you know, I know. You know, the two Joes working on the BT was mainframe and dial tone. They don't name them, but I know that. <laughs> I know who you are, even though you go unnamed. Right. Uh, I mean, I could, I could probably go through like because they didn't name everybody, but like when they showed the scenes, I can name every one of the Himalayas. And so, and that's that's really impressive. Sad. <laughs> I mean, sad. I mean. I'm not currently seeing a woman because yep. <laughs> who would want to see like, hey, babe, what's your? Oh no, no, that's not gonna happen, GI Joe boy. That's just not gonna happen. So, if there's any GI Joe ladies out there looking for your Joe, right? You I'm, can you can hit up Mr. Scotty White. And yeah, Scotty White on the beats. Yeah, don't worry, I'm I'm the same way with Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball something I could not get into. I I have rocked the dragon as my ringtone. All right. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't judge Jersey. <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. I mean, I would like kind of want the Cobra song as my ringtone. Cobra. <laughs> Cobra. We even not even touch the plot. The 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 plot of this movie is basically Cobra Law wants to turn mankind into monkey people. Yeah. Yeah. Using alien sports, which will turn into Cobra Commander into the or Andrew Luck, whichever you prefer. <laughs> <laughs> What's your handle, Andrew Luck? Not, I just know El Jefe is a huge Colts oh, fan. Oh, that's right, so. you are a Colts fan. Mm-hmm. I like Andrew Luck. He he did all right for me for fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Till I played my ex-wife and did that didn't turn out right. Andrew Luck was like, ha, 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 she's a Colts fan too. I think he he just joined her and was like, ah, not gonna happen. Just, so you know, Colts fans unite, I suppose. So, but they use these giant Tolstu rockets, which I don't know how that, they just apparently genetically made a rocket, which, you know, I'm, you know, up there with leathery wings. I'm, I, my hang up is the, 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 <laughs> the rocket. The rockets. But, you know, I saw this movie when I was 10 and I was like, I'll buy it. You're so, like, hell yeah. yeah right. Mom, don't you use that asparagus tonight. I'm going to make Cobra La. Cobra La, <laughs> that asparagus. 
And of course, um, the reason why Cobra wants the BET is so they can cook this wars in space just right, <laughs> so it can rain death upon everybody and turn them into monkeys. Unless you're in the Superdome. Unless you're in either Ice Dome or the, the Superdome in New Orleans, uh, you will be okay. Or you could be in Minnesota at the Metrodome. You could be in the, it's, yeah, yeah uh, Cowboy Stadium. If yeah, they close it. Yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of places you could hide out from this. In '87, well, I don't know what was oh. the, in '87. What was the it, our stadium Dome? You could it was around in '87. Um, I think it, it may have just opened in 87. Really? It didn't open that long? I think so. Because <coughs> I know that's Lucas Hoyle. Yeah. And so. So overall, um, that, well, that was basically the plot of this this ridiculous movie. Oh, here's one thing we didn't get to talk about. I, I do want to mention. All right, so Cobra's trying to get the BET. Serpentor has done his cool Cobra la 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 la, la thing. And um, Lieutenant Falcon shows up and punches Serpentor in the face with his gun, and they start fighting. And Serpentor, I also didn't question this logic. If you ever see the Serpentor, uh, see him or Google him, he's in this cool snake armor, or I think it's cool, but it's very 80s. And <laughs> don't laugh. I, I'm terrified of snakes. I would be terrified of him. If he yeah, I'm terrified of him, too, uh, <laughs> the whole situation. But... Um, I'm, but I know it won't be hit by a laser, so I'll be all right. Yeah. Um, he's got two snakes on his shoulders. Like a boa. Like, like a literal boa. Like, well, yeah, but, but two of them. Yeah. Like two, these two cobras. And um, they just hang out. And what he can what he can do is he can draw one, and they turn they rigid. rigid. They become rigid, right? And, <laughs> he's and, got the magic touch. Right. And he can throw them like a spear. Which he pierces, he goes to throw at Falcon, but pierces the heart of Duke, who um, goes into a coma because of it. It hits his heart, but he lives. Yeah. But then again, I'm trying to figure out the logic of this uh, rigid staff snake or whatever. It's, it's, if you think about it, it's actually very dirty, so back out of that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just Just back, just back out of it. And so all the Joes are sad because Duke went into a coma. It's... You know, Hawk the general is all like, yo, Joe. And tears are coming out of his eyes. Duke's last words are, yo, Joe. Yeah, that's... I kind of like when I'm, you know, 90 and I'm you know, surrounded by my family. Yo, Joe. <laughs> Grandpa's last words were, yo, Joe. What does that mean? Uh, no one knows. No, my kids will know because I'll they'll, they'll make them watch this movie. You should name them after, after Joe's. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Like, at, least a, at least a middle name. Like a middle name. <laughs> Scotty Quick Kick Jr. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, one of the things that makes me laugh, um, you know, the Baroness. Yes. She, you know, breaks into, or she, I guess, per, she breaks into the, um, where are they at? Uh, they're they're at, like, their, their secret base or whatever. It was a civilian. The yeah, civilian. It's, it's installation, yeah. Yeah, where they're hiding the BET. She can't wait till she gets, not only do they, I guess they don't do background checks in the G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone knows about the Baroness. The Baroness is a... Uh, She's an she's covers intelligence agent, mm-hmm. so she she's a mistress of disguise kind of thing, and that's her whole bag. She sneaks in and does that kind of stuff. Cobra has a lot of people who do that, but and so, but she sneaks in and looks around and figures out where the BT is, and she runs and she's not like she's like a second out of the building and she's taking off her yeah, helmet. Yeah, like she's like maybe the door's been shut for maybe a second. Throws her hat off, helmet off, just laughing maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you are. Yeah, and it's there's that, and then the whole thing about the spores. You know, they want to get them into space and let the BET cook them. Right. Okay. Well, after they're defeated, after Cobra's can be defeated, the, re- you know, Jinx and um, Falcon are 
standing. Pretty good with these names. <laughs> they're standing, you know, very um, romantically on the on the ridge of the Himalayas <laughs> as they watch the last of the uh, the last of the spores burn up as they re-enter the, the atmosphere. atmosphere yeah. And my whole thing is okay, and maybe that's because I've watched it. Like you know, we've talked before about watching right. movies too late right. in life. They would have burned up anyway. Maybe. I, I think they would have. I don't know the science, and if Neil yeah. Tyson DeGrasse listens to this, maybe he can point <laughs> this out to me. I would imagine that they float gently to orbit, and so they won't burn up. Because I think it has doesn't doesn't you know? I don't know how it works. All right, I, I don't, don't know. I don't either. Because I think I mean, I, I, I'm still a kid at the heart. At heart. All right. So I'm going to believe this. And plus, I've watched <laughs> I'm, I'm going to believe that this happens. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, I've seen the music video to Metallica all nightmare long and the over and over and over. So I'm going. Yeah. Well, it happens. Can, yeah, oh, it happens. Oh, for <laughs> So I have a this weekend. And, uh, I showed him for the first time Galaxy Quest. So, so now it's like I believe this because of the historical records I watched. <laughs> I believe this has happened. Um, I believe it was circa two thousand. The historical records. Have, have, have you had history yet? Huh? Have you had history yet? No, and I'm gonna tell him that. I can't wait to take history. It's like, what about the Great Battle of the Himalayas for the BT? <laughs> what about that? I want to know. <laughs> tell me more. Where is this in our history book? I don't see it. Like when they're going over the syllabus, what's your what time periods and battles you're going to cover? Like, uh, excuse me, Professor. The Great Himalaya Battle, BT. None of this is in this. Cobra and GI Joe. You know. Well, son. For, first off, that's a cartoon. No, sir. I saw the historical <laughs> records. They all have social security numbers. They are real people. Except for people from Cobra for some reason. But anyway. Well, because you could track them. <laughs> yeah, they're part of a terrorist organization, so I won't want my... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're throwing around the T word awfully liberally. Well, that's what it says in the, in the, in the show. <laughs> They're proud of it. Like, we're, we're terrorists. terrorists. No big deal. No big deal. It's not, not, it's not what you labeled us, it's what I labeled us. We're <laughs> terrorists. So, um... Throwing stuff. So, final thoughts. Uh, oh, before we get to final thoughts, hold on, let's pause for a second, because uh, I know the bar winch is outside waiting to talk about um, her alcohol choices. So let's, let us talk about that. Well, I'm looking forward to drinking all, all of that wonderful stuff. Um, oh. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. We can't keep the illusion. She will take that at a different time. But so uh, final thoughts. The magic of podcasting. Oh, yeah, the magic of podcasting. We are also in Cobra Law where everything is possible. Everything is possible. Um, so, uh, I'll let you go first. Yeah, you, you're I'm the youngest out of this. You're the kid at heart, remember? You're, I, I relived my childhood with this movie. I really did. I used so, to, like, two years ago. <laughs> yep. Right before I got my, my, my blue license, <laughs> so I can legally buy tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> I got my G.I. Joe doll, I'm gonna go listen to my, get my tobacco. Listen, I don't think G.I. Joe would be too happy with you. Yeah, I mean, no one got there, man. They'd, yeah, they'd probably smack it out of my hand like, the more you know, Jeff. The more, <laughs> the more you know. They got very upset about the guys eating candy bars, but they were okay with them stealing apples. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Uh, I was going to cover that at the end, but... Um, I mean, maybe if I steal some, some beef jerky snuff, you know. Ooh, I remember that as a kid. All the little, <laughs> Wait, what? All the little grit kids. Okay, you know how they meant sell candy cigarettes? Yeah. Okay, they sell snuff. Candy, like, it's not candy, it's jerky. Beef jerky. Beef jerky, and it's to look like snuff, so you can pretend for all... You can be like, pop off. Yeah, you can put your chaw of jerky in your mouth. 
I would sell that at school. I, I would just do the jerky. Did you? Jer- yes, did, I would. You I, did it? Or did you? I, I, well, I, I done it a little bit, but I knew there was a bunch of kids at my middle school who rubbed snuff. So I would buy a bunch of jerky and go okay, sell it. Okay, all, right, all right. I'm sorry. I am not in in the world of tobacco. Rub snuff? Yeah. Child. Like, I mean, I know what it is, but what, what do you mean by rub it? Well, that's just, just what put, they Yeah, say. that's what they call it here. Yeah. They'll put it in there. Yeah, put it. I mean, even though it's just chewing. Well, it's not even really chewing. It literally like sucking, rubbing. like just letting it, like just, just letting the juices go. <laughs> I've never done it. Oh my god, so I'm horrified. I've, I've, I've done it. I've done it before when I was a kid. <laughs> the, the, so, the turkey or the chaw? Yeah. Both. So, what part of West Virginia are you, is it? Rand you from? No, no. I'm, I was, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to insult. Hell no, I'm not from Rand. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and choked but, up right there. <laughs> for some reason, y'all think I'm from Rand, but no, I'm from Cabin Creek. Okay, how far is Rand from Cabin Creek? Mm, about ten minutes. Okay, so you're from Rand. <laughs> I'm, basically, I'm basically from that area. It's from the Rand area, so we're not we're not like off too far. We're not. No, like, no. What county is that? It's still Canal, uh, right? Yeah, it's still Canal. Uh, so it's here. God, Canal's that big? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's it's down by Fayette County. Oh, Fayette County's messed up. That's well, a trust that's, me. That's a whole podcast. We do like how crazy Fayette County is. That and Boone the Fayette County. County the, is it Boone where the whites are from? Not me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the non-me mm-hmm. one. Me, me and my mother had a conversation about people from Boone County earlier. Oh, I can't wait. Oh man. So 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 you and Rand area uh, rub snuff. I'm trying to just get this right, right? Mm-hmm. So you in the Rand area. Rub snuff. Well, no, that's pretty much everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. It, I think it's just called different things. I know. But yeah, like it's just, just it, doing chew tobacco. Yeah, I mean it's like it's like how Western is about a hat or a cap, whatever you call it. We call it a toboggan here. It says on Wikipedia that we're the only area that calls it a toboggan. I like how you trust Wikipedia. <laughs> I just call it a hat. I call it a toboggan. Really? I don't wear one because yeah. I have a lot of hair. That keeps my head warm. I mean, if it's, a, if it's like one of those knitted things, I call it a toboggan. Yeah. I don't even call it a toboggan. I don't even... I like how we got way off topic. <laughs> we went from Cobra Commander to, to toboggans. <laughs> to, to snuff and then toboggan. All right, so uh, anyway, your, your thoughts on the movie. That's, let's, let's get back on track. <laughs> I'm trying to say that the toboggan could be for another uh, another show. The Toboggan Hour with, with this, LFA. This happens, <laughs> this happens all the time. Final thoughts on the movie. Um, I relived my childhood with this. Like I was telling you before the movie, um, I was a big fan of G.I. Joe when I was a little kid. Yep. I watched the 80s cartoons all the time. I had a... So had you seen this? Didn't when it, when it come back? I know you didn't remember seeing it, but when you were watching it, did it come back to you? Yeah, it, it started coming back to me. But it, especially Cobra. Cobra! Yeah, that, that all smacked me right in the face. But, you know, I had a toolbox full of G.I. Joe. Cool. Still yeah. have it? No, my mom got rid of it. That's sad. She's like, I'm getting rid of this. You're growing up. You're too old to play toys, LFA. It's not a toy, and it's not a doll. It's an action figure. <laughs> Done the same thing to my Dragon Ball Z action figures. Oh, that's sad. Um, so, yeah, so he relives his childhood with that one. How about you, buddy? I had never seen it. Um, I grew up, I was more of a Ninja Turtle man myself, right. so I didn't really watch G.I. Joe's. I had a lot of the figures, um, so it was cool. G-I-M-A. It was kind of like... T-Power, T-Power, sorry. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Go Ninja. 
you know, we we need we need to do Secret of the Ooze one one show. The first one's an okay movie. Secret of the yeah. Ooze is horrible. So, so like you know, this was all brand new to me, honestly, <laughs> and it was it was awesome. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Um, again, you know, like me and you had talked on um, our other shows. You know, when talking about like Pan's Labyrinth and stuff right. like that. About how if you watch a movie, Labyrinth, sometimes you, not Pan's Labyrinth. yeah, yeah, Labyrinth. I, you know, when you watch it, how it, um, sometimes you're, you've aged out of it. Right, right, right. And I think you know that if I'd have seen this as a kid, oh yeah, I'd have been hooked. Right. I'd have been like Jones and Virgia Joe action figures, like just doing whatever I could to get them. Um, but you know, with that being said, it's still I, I really enjoyed it. It's, yeah, I and yeah. it's not god awful. Right. Seen, I'm surprised how. Well, it holds up. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's you know twenty, almost twenty. Was it? When it comes out, eighty-seven, ninety-seven, ten, two thousand seven, twenty. I'm twenty-six. Uh, 26 and I was born eighty-eight. It's almost it's a, almost a thirty-year-old cartoon. So it's yeah. twenty-seven-year-old cartoon, and um, it's it holds up well. Yeah, I think it actually holds up better than the show does. I went back and tried to watch some of the old episodes, and they're I mean just. You know, there's a time play, like time place for everything, and it's just like that time is gone. <laughs> and so, but you know, you know, GI Joe the movie is not something I'm going to watch often, but it's something I can watch again. Yeah, yeah. And I and I watch it. You know, I probably haven't seen it in a couple of years, but um, but I can remember every bit. I mean, I was just like telling him, just hang on, wait till this ridiculous thing. <laughs> wait till this happens right here. Yeah, and so um, I like it. I love it. If I ever had a chance to do a live action version of it, I would. If someone. If you know the studio would be like, all right, Scotty, you're it's time for you to direct. We want you to direct a GI Joe film. I'm like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Let's you know we're gonna do a trilogy. We're gonna start out with making Serpentor, and we're gonna end with Cobra Law. Just roll with me; it'd be awesome. And so it's like it's gonna be like it's like GI Joe meets Peter Jackson. You'll love it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and you have to get rid of Chuckles' name, Casual Friday. Casual Friday. No, we're gonna make Casual Friday. Casual Fridays are now our GI Joe. He's gonna be a new GI Joe. Yeah, new GI Joe. Watch for our shorts of Casual Friday on that. Being an affliction wearing Red Bull pounding man who hangs out at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Casual Friday, uh, Monday morning quarterback and Chigger. <laughs> and so, um, I, I like it. Um, I, I would recommend it to others. I would show it to others. I would show it, definitely show it again. I have showed it a few times. Um, you, if you'd like to borrow it, let Keegan to watch it. She, she thinks she'd get a kick out of it. She's more happy to, to enjoy it. Um, or if El Jefe wants to take it home, he can go back and relive his childhood. <laughs> Damn it, Mom. Look what I'm missing out on. <laughs> Why did you get rid of my toys? I'm in action figures. Uh, so uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, next week we'll, we'll have another podcast um, of, of some ridiculous film with some more alcohol. Um, thank you to my co-host this week, the uh, the wonderful host of the Triple Name Sports Show. You can check them out on the Mopcast Network at triple, uh, for Triple Name Sports show um where else can they find you you can find us on twitter at am in the pm 1067 is our twitter handle um uh you can reach us on our personal um aaron lich kelly my twitter handle is pageant dad 88 so aaron has a habit of doing uh having twitter handles that has really nothing to do with what he's doing currently yeah they <laughs> they're dated but they still work they're, it's a timeless classic yeah <laughs> How can we reach you, El Jefe? El Jefe Loco 95. <laughs> that is mine. That's all it is. At, 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 on the and that's on the Twitters. Yeah. Yeah, um, and we're also on Facebook. Um, Triple Name Sports Show is on there. That's actually our name. So of course, you know, uh, like a lot of you, got us on iTunes. We're on iTunes now. 
all the shows on the network are on iTunes, and so that's pretty awesome. I'm really excited about that. Um, so everyone, uh, uh, go find a movie. If you got a suggestion for a movie for us us to watch and you want us to talk about, we would or joke about, we would love to. Um, yeah. I, I, not My Little Pony or that scary Mark Twain movie. I don't know if I can watch that again. But I'll, I'll post a clip so you guys can, can see how frightening that, that thing is. Or I'll play at the end of this podcast. But uh, uh, thank you again to my co-host. Thank you again to the bar wench who've got, who delivered us a beautiful cocktail. And I'm your host, uh, Scotty White, and I will see you uh, next week. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.